Hello and welcome to be able to fall apart process and being a bad bitch. Um, I am Jana, uh, your wonderful unofficial host of this podcast. Um, I absolutely love podcasts um, and that's why I've decided to create this one basically. Um, some of my favourite ones I'm sure other people will know. My absolute favourite is Shagmar Denoid with Chris and Rosie Ramsey. I think they're just absolutely brilliant and hilarious. Um, I also love Happy Plays with Vern Cotton. Um, and recently I've been getting into um, psychologies of your 20s because um, I'm in my 20s. And um, let's just say it's quite the ball game, isn't it, being in your 20s? Um, so yeah, a little bit about me. I am 26. I'm called Jana. And I... I'm actually an actor, so I'm using um, sort of a different name for this, um, just because I'm hoping that some of the things that I talk about, I can openly express them with you guys um, and not have to worry about, oh no, um, my acting career and, you know, because there's a lot about acting careers and there's a lot about, you know, social media and how it can affect your career, basically, so... Um, I would like to openly talk on this podcast and, um, you know, still have my amazing acting career as well. So yeah, so I'm, I'm Jana. I am 26. Um, I live in London. I'm originally uh, from up north, so you'll hear a bit in my accent. Um, although I've been living with southerners for quite a bit now, so um, sometimes the um, the southern traits sometimes trickle into. Um, my words sometimes but yeah still a northerner technically um but yes um like I said I'm an actor but I also have multiple jobs um one of my jobs is what people seem to think is like a dream of heaven um I work at a doggy daycare um yeah it is absolutely wonderful um we literally you know pick up the dogs from their homes in the van and then bring them back to the base where we keep them all. Um, and yeah, I get paid to cuddle them, give them affection, uh, play with them, look after them, watch them. Yeah, so it's absolutely wonderful. It's been, it's done absolute miles for my mental health. Um, and it's like one of the main reasons that I have, I'm working this job because, um, is so good for me mentally and physically because we also do the dog walking as well so um I do a lot of dog walks um and yeah lost a little bit of um weight actually since doing it because um it's so physical like walking dogs especially if you've got like a dog that's like pulling or you have a dog that doesn't want to walk you are constantly using your muscles and it's a lot of like I use like um a dog walking belt um, just because I had a hand injury re recently and when I was like um, walking the dogs I just found it easier just to put a couple on my belt and then have so I had more hands free just in case like you know dogs going to the toilet or also like just having a hand free just in case anything happens um, but yeah it means a lot of exercise and then it, with the belt it means that I'm tensing my stomach constantly sometimes so yes it's been really good for my mental health and my physical health which is what I love so that's like a little bit about me you'll hear more every week and you know I'll open up and 
tell you what's going on. So, um, yeah, I'll tell you about my week. So I'm going to start doing sign of the week. So I don't, I don't know how much I like really believe in horoscopes, if they're true, if they're not. Um, but I do sometimes read them and go, oh, that has happened to me this week. And I feel a bit seen like someone sort of just, you know, already knows what's going on in my life. Um, but yeah, I thought I would do a sign a week, every week. Um, we would read it and see if it has actually happened to me, if it hasn't happened to me. So I'm a Virgo because I was born on 20th of September. So that makes me Virgo. And my sign for this week, which is the 19th of December, 2022 to the 25th of December, 2022, Christmas. Um, Merry Christmas, everyone. Um, this is what it says. So it says, you're ready to enter the new year with the confidence that things are going to work out for the best. Release any negative thoughts you've been holding on to and work toward building a legacy of possibilities. Especially if you're working on something creative, your artistic talents will get a major boost when the sun enters Capricorn, moving into your creative zone on Wednesday. As you get ready for the winter break, you'll find opportunities to express yourself with fun hobbies and new projects. Have fun and enjoy the spirit of the holiday season during the new moon in Capricorn on Friday. Whether you plan a cosy date night, find a cuffing partner or watch your favourite holiday movies, quiet your overthinking mind and just enjoy the moment. You deserve the rest, Virgo. So, yeah, um, I would say part of it is true. Um, I have had quite an emotional week actually this week for me, um, which I can delve into a little bit of. Um, so I recently was dating someone, um, and I'll just give you the short version for today. Um, I was dating someone and, oh God, how do I even make it the short version? Because it's, it's not even short at all. Uh, basically I started dating this guy from like January, um, and like things got really good and then we both sort of decided we didn't really want to commit to a relationship um and I was just in a headspace where I was like graduating and like moving house and I just had to sort of I just couldn't have anybody in my life at that moment so I had like sort of just said oh, I think we should you know um call it a day so we did but then like I had my little I call it my little slut phase because you know you've got to explore you've got to figure out what you want um and then I was like, oh, actually, we had something really good. So I, I messaged him back and we were seeing each other. And, mm, yeah, not going to slag him off completely. Um, but he wasn't fully honest with what he wanted. He was seeing someone else, which was fair play, absolutely fair play. I came back and he'd already sort of, you know, started at stage one with someone, which was fair enough. But I just sort of had to have my own boundaries and said... Um, if you're going to date someone else, I'm not here for that sort of thing. I was sort of like, oh, if you, if you want to date me, then it is me only. Just because I'm like, there's no point me putting energy into one person if they're not, if I'm not going to get it reciprocated. So, um, that's sort of what I said. And then it just, 
it didn't really end how I wanted it to end. Um, but I do hope they're happy and, you know, and they've made the right decision for them. Um, I'm saying this very neutrally at the minute. Uh, maybe I'll say more about it on another episode. But yeah, that basically happened for me this week. And um, yeah, so Virgo is saying that release any negative thoughts. So yeah, I need to just let that pass maybe um, and work towards something new. So and this is what I'm doing. This is, you know, this podcast. Um, this is me doing something creative. I love podcasts and I love listening to people talk, make jokes, all of that. Um, and I also feel like I have been through quite a few like things that I think I would have loved to have listened to or been told this advice when I was younger. Um, so that's another reason why I wanted to do this podcast. And also I have some awful, hilarious, crazy dating stories and just in general some really odd stories that I know if you're a listener of Shag Marinori you'd absolutely love these because they're absolutely bonkers. So um yeah, that's basically what we did. So in a way, my horoscope was sort of right. Um, so we'll see next time if it's as right as it was today. We shall see. Okay, so welcome back. Um, I'm glad you're still listening at this point. Um, I hope it will get more interesting once you get to know me and, you know, and you listen more. So we'll see what fun stuff comes out. Um... So I'm actually going to start from like my childhood. So um, I was grew up in like a small town. Um, I was actually uh, I have an older brother. I have my mum and dad, um, so I'm very lucky. Um, and they're still together. They were still together and everything, and they're absolutely wonderful. Um, but when I was younger, um, something happened that at the time. I couldn't, I didn't feel I could talk about, um, whereas now I'm really like, you know what, this needs to be talked about, and it is another reason why I want to do this podcast, and just, you know, open this conversation and not make it such a scary conversation, or let people be afraid of it, um, so I grew up with a dad who had mental health problems, at the, to me, when I was growing up, because I was around 11, like, I had no clue what was going on. Um, I just knew dad was in the hospital and he wasn't well. Um, which I understand my parents did that. They did that to protect me. Um, because how do you tell your child about that? Like, it's so difficult. Um, but now I'm older and I understand things more. Um, I want to improve my relationship with my dad, like, he's always been absolutely wonderful, like, he was always, like, um, when you, you know, work, find a job that you love, like, he was never one of those parents that forced me to do anything, like, they were, like, do what makes you happy, and with my career, like, so many people's parents will be, like, don't do acting because it's not a full-time job and I'm like shut up like 
right now, yeah, it's not a full-time job for me at the minute, but I like inconsistent work because I just like that. Um, I like being able to just go off and do an acting job when I can. Like, I like, you know, I like those possibilities. So, yeah, they let me follow what I wanted to do. And with my brother as well, they completely supported both of us. They were brilliant. Um, but, yeah, my dad does have mental health problems and it's something I've been terrified to speak about but actually let's open this conversation because like we need to learn how to deal with it like it shouldn't be a joke oh so and so's crazy it shouldn't be a joke about the hospital like oh you'll be in there if you say if you do certain things no stop doing that like people with mental health problems are human beings and it's an illness and just like you know, diabetes, somebody's body can't produce the insulin, the, the glucose, you know, all of those sort of things. Mental health is someone's brain or body that cannot, like, oh, what's the word? That cannot process chemicals in their brain for emotions and, you know, all of those things. They can't do that. And that's, like, massive. And we need to respect that and learn about that and you know, find out how we can help these people. Um, so yeah, that was my childhood, growing up with a dad who was ill. Um, but <laughs> he's brilliant though, because he'd, he'd be ill and then he'd get better. And then he'd go back to work. Like, he, were, he was always worth, like, he was brilliant. Like, I am actually just looking back now and thinking... Wow, yeah, he's he's a hard worker. He's one of them people that, you know, doesn't wait for it to come to him. He went out and got it and he, yeah. And that's what I got from him. But yeah, I grew up, I went to a local dance school. Um, always did performing arts. Always knew I wanted to do performing arts. Hated it when school was like, you need to do a language, you need to do geography. And I'm like, I hate doing those things because, well... At the time, I didn't know it, but I'm actually dyslexic and, yeah, neurodiverse um, and ADHD. So I didn't know when I was at school why I struggled so much with um, revising and, like, just in general learning. But because I was, you know, fairly smart to a degree and I could pass the exams to a degree, I wasn't a problem, so I never got tested or even questioned. Um, but, yeah, I found... I found school horrible, like, I actually really didn't like school, um, I couldn't wait to get out, and I, I must admit, I'm finding my 20s hard right now, but I would never, never change it, like, I would never, I'm never one of them people that's like, oh, I wish I could go back to school, and I'm like, no, not me, not me at all, I love my independent life, and when you're at school, you don't get that, you have to be at school at a certain time, and all of those things whereas I now have the opportunity to pick the work that I want to do um and get paid for it like I didn't get paid for being at school why would I go back like although I did um <laughs> it's quite bad um when I was at school it happened in primary school and then it happened in secondary school um in primary school sometimes at like Christmas and stuff when my mum and I had received, like, not bad gifts, but, like, you know, like, the 
the gift sets that you get and you're like oh I've got loads of these now um in primary school I am um, I th- like how smart is this actually of like nine-year-old me I sold them to friends who needed to get them to um their parents for like Christmas and stuff so I've been a businesswoman since the age of nine basically and then in secondary school I used to go to like um home bargains or poundland buy like multi-packs of chocolate bars and then sell them at lunch times when I was in like year eight so you know I'm just a businesswoman like you know gotta earn that dollar somehow when you come from a working class family and you know they're paying for your dance class and that's all you get you don't get any pocket money you don't get anything else like that's the allowance that's it so you know that's what it was basically um so yes yeah, so childhood all of that um and then dating dating wise when I was younger um so my first boyfriend was actually when I was 14 um I also did scouts yeah I was the one of like the only girls that did scouts but I absolutely loved it I loved being outside loved challenges absolutely loved like the abseil in the rock oh god I loved it um and I definitely recommend like younger people to go because I think it just just teaches you so many useful skills like so many and it makes you work for them as well um but yeah I met this guy through scouts um and to be honest like at the time I was like oh my gosh it's like it's like love but like I look back now and I'm like that was that wasn't love it's so weird as soon as you get into your 20s you like I don't know you like sort of figure out like all your traits and like look back on your childhood and like look at the things that you did and um and you don't know why you did them at the time but now you're like oh that's why I did it so yeah so I'll be talking about childhood um and many other things like dating and stuff like that but yeah first boyfriend at 14 didn't really love him but he gave me attention and who doesn't love attention right <laughs> that's so bad to say <laughs> but you know like it it was what it was and that's um how that happened basically um I don't want to go too deep into my dating yet um because I th- I just think there's so much so much to talk about and I'm a person that loves to tell like stories in detail like whenever my friends have been on a date I'm like okay like oh and what did he look like what did he smell like I have to have I have to paint the full picture so I don't really want to gloss over too much um of like stories and stuff so I think I'll stick there um so yeah so um I've promised myself that every single podcast that I do um I'm gonna tell one of the awful dating stories of potentially me or potentially a friend um just because these stories need to be told like they they are just brilliant and the amount of people that I've told this story that then go oh my god I told so many people this story and and like these stories just go on and on and on and I just sort of love that um so I'll tell you this one story and I call it Dingleberry okay So one of my friends was um, dating quite a lot at the time on dating apps. Um, Not going to say the names just in case, Um, you know, all that. 
Um, so they had been messaging them, and one of the messages, for some reason, said, "I'm not a great kisser." Um, and I think she looks back now and is like, "Ooh, bit of a red flag." Um, for me, that would have been an ick. We all love an ick. Like that would be an absolute ick for me. I'm like, if you're saying that you're a bad kisser, then, like, what, what do you think of yourself, sort of thing? You're trying to impress. So why would you say that you're a bad kisser? You'd be like, you just wouldn't want to say that. That is just for me. That's Nick. But yeah, she um, she was nice, so she um didn't end it there, unfortunately, because this story had to be born. So um, then she had decided to meet this person at like one of the train stations. So they met at the train station. Um, apparently he turned up with like a full-on backpack, which I'm like, what's well, good murder vibes like what's he got in that backpack like what's in there like men don't carry shit with them so what's in there um but yeah um so then they were like oh she she was like oh should we go and like get a coffee and he was like yeah don't mind and i'm like oh god make a decision man um but yes um and then they walked by like this really greasy spoon, like, you know, like with the plastic chairs that like stuck to the table sort of thing. And he was like, she would go in here and she was like, um, no, like, come on, you, it's first day, first time you've met, you've got to get a nice coffee. You can't just go to the greasy spoon that's going to put Nescaf in a bloody um, mug for you and then hand it over to you. Or, you know, it's just, it's just not a vibe. So then they went to a nicer coffee machine can't remember if it was a train or not but yeah and at this coffee machine i mean coffee restaurant you'll notice yep my dyslexic brain there it is says all the words that i don't mean to say 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 lol um yeah and then they got there and she was like oh what do you fancy i might get and he was like um don't mind and i was like god i couldn't because this person can't make a decision i couldn't i couldn't do it um so then she was like, I think I'll have a cappuccino. And he was like, oh, I think I will too. And then she was like, do you want like a pastry? Should we get like a croissant and like a pan au chocolate? And he was like, um, don't mind. Again, make a decision. We don't want someone who can't make a decision. I can't. Or doesn't know themselves. Like, please don't try and please me. Have what you want. Like, that's, oh, yeah, don't try and please me. No. <laughs> Again, an ick for me. Um, and then, and, and I think it's a nick for her as well now. <laughs> she's very, she's very happy in a relationship now. Um, not with this guy, not with this guy, but you know. Um, anyway, so then she was like, this is sort of like a casual fling. So do you want to go back to mine? And, um, he was like, yeah, don't mind. Oh, again, can't deal with it. Um, and then... She was like, she would get an Uber or the Tube. And he was like, um, don't mind. And I'm like, make a bloody decision. <sighs> so, um, yeah, they got back to our flat where we were living at the time. Because she was one of my housemates. And apparently, oh yeah, he's still got the backpack, by the way. And out of this backpack appears like these tonic wines. Like the small, mag is it Magnum or something? Yeah, they came out and um, he was like, do you want one? And she was like, um, 
it's like 2pm in the day um on like I think it was like a Wednesday or a Thursday as well like that's just a bit wild for me um but she tried a bit and it tasted like cough medicine so safe to say she left it um and then uh yeah one thing led to another as it does and behold out of the backpack was some condoms so obviously this boy came prepared he thought he was getting some however those condoms were in fact an extra large now if you are an extra large fair enough fair enough however my friend says that this boy was not an extra large if anything he was a bit of a small um so <laughs> then she she was like why has he bought extra large condoms like who buys like does he know what he's doing like it made me question if he'd ever had sex before maybe he was a virgin who knows um luckily she had some so she got hers out um they you know did the deed for a little bit but then he was like oh let's stop for a bit or she said stop for a bit i can't remember she often gets like a sore vagina after a bit you know because it, it, it could sometimes when people go for long it gets a bit sore down there you know women you know what i'm talking about um men you just have no clue um and yeah so apparently he then went sure he's 69 which oh god just asking that yeah yeah is what it is um oh and oh my god i didn't even tell you about the kissing part when they started kissing she was like okay and she gave him tips on how to kiss which i'm like yes queen but this boy should know surely um and then as she went to do the 69 yeah as i'm sure you all know what 69 is please don't make me explain it because one day my mum had listened to this and i don't want her to think and i know but she yeah she obviously knows i have sex lol sells mum i'm sorry um but no she knows lol <laughs> um yeah so this guy um apparently had quite the stench down there um stench as in poo pure poo smell like poo like like shit that comes out of your ass um and she literally was like gagging with from the smell um and then just had to sort of just get out of the situation so she finished him as quick as possible and then like got him out and made him leave basically and then well this is where the birth of dingleberries came from because me and her then had the discussion of why does this ass smell like poo like why why does it smell of poo and it turns out we never knew this because as women we don't have this problem because we're taught to look to wash our ass and actually you know wipe our bum um however this guy we think had dingleberries because um i googled why men's asses smell and that's because they don't wipe their bum properly 
and they get little pooplets of, you know, poo stuck to their ass hairs. And that is why it smells. So, um, yeah, congratulations, everybody. Uh, you now know what a dingleberry is and you have a certificate in knowledge of dingleberries. And, yeah, and also, bless, um, this guy had actually sat in his boxes on our sofa, on our blanket. And the smell had gone through. That's how bad it... That's how bad it was. Like, oh, God. But she's okay. She was a bit traumatised at the time. Um, But we very much, very much laugh about this story now. And I have told so many people this story. It's so funny. And you know what? Like, if you can't laugh about it, how in hell are you going to laugh at anything else in the world of... um, RuPaul, yeah, obviously it's not that, but you know, you can just use it for what you need. But yeah, there you go, Dingleberry. Hello, and last part of this podcast, um, I'm going to talk about the name and why I've called it that, basically. So I've called it Be Able to Fall Apart, Process, and Be a Bad Bitch. Because, like... It is so important, like, being in your 20s and to be at any age, really, um, to understand emotions, to be yourself, to be independent, like, and that's just what I'm going to help. Well, I say help. I'm just going to talk about on this podcast and hope that it can help people. Um for ages, like, and it's still a bit around today, more for men, um, we're told that, you know, crying or, like, anger or any just negative emotion is, like, known as don't do that. And I'm just like, but if we were allowed to just do that, obviously not like a physical fight or anything, but for example, if you feel you need to cry, you need to cry. Um, and I always remember watching, I don't know if anybody's seen it, um, The Bold Type. It's on Netflix. I love The Bold Type. And there's a moment in it where Kat, one of the characters, is having like um, loads and loads of like abuse from online trolls. And it's really affecting her. And Jacqueline, absolute queen, the boss at this women's magazine, says to Kat, go, fall apart, figure yourself out and come back. And that really that really stuck to me. Um, like, we do need to be able to fall apart, you know, when something bad happens in our life um, and it affects us. We need to let that affect us. We need to allow that situation so that we can process it and then move on. If we don't allow ourselves to feel those emotions, they get suppressed and then they come up at a time when you don't want them to come up or they come out in anger and they don't come up in the the best way. Whereas like, for example, me with the situation that I've gone through this week that I sort of mentioned, like how with the date and this guy, it didn't go how I wanted, like... I've allowed myself to cry and just really feel those emotions, like that grief from losing that person in my life um, and them not being there now and that sort of like betrayal that I felt like 
you should allow yourself to feel that um, to the extent that you need to so you can fall apart absolutely do that and then the next part is to process it is to look back what did you do that you think you should have done differently or better what did you what did they do that made you feel good what did they do that made you feel bad like just try and look back at a situation and like be level-headed and just know that we are all human beings nobody knows how to get it right but as long as we're you know striving to improve ourselves and be nice human beings then that's all that matters um so yeah that's the process looking back at situations knowing how you could avoid problems in the future or you know how to make a negative experience positive basically I'm a huge processor and I like being level-headed and I will always if I feel that I've done wrong I will always try and take my responsibility of my actions sort of thing and I think it's so good to be self-aware like that about situations because yeah you just we're all constantly you know working and trying to see our friends and going to the gym and trying to maintain a healthy life trying to be busy trying to be sociable like there's so many things on our plate that we don't always deal with um, situations the best so it's always best to process it and then you know look back and how can you improve in the future basically um and that's the process and then the rest is being a bad bitch because you've got to be independent you've got to love yourself you've got to know what makes you happy and what makes you tick and what gets you through um and for me if that's listening to a bit of todrick hall and being like you ain't shit and your mama ain't shit like I love that or I go to a dance class or like I said like working with the dogs like that those for me are my things that you know really ground me and make me who I am um make me the bad bitch that I am so yeah that's sort of what this whole podcast is about um each week I will talk about dating I'll talk about childhood family um horoscope and you know different situations that I've learned fall apart process and be a bad bitch now remember to be a bad bitch the bad bitch that you are be them if that's you know male female non-binary transgender and whoever you are be that the bad bitch that is you like and be happy with yourself because you deserve that all right lots of love bye bad bitch